0: We had been discussing Chapter 11, Darshan, Yoga of Cosmic Form. So we have so far discussed that Arjuna learnt from Bhagavan in his previous discourse what is the origin of all the beings and what is the destruction of all the beings, how people come into existence and how to get destroyed by time. He said also, I have learned from you the greatness of the Supreme Self. In other words, I learned that the source of all the beings and things is one and the same. However, this reason is something he is not comprehending, and so are we. We have been learning that the source of this universe is one and the same. From the science perspective, we have learned singularity, in plurality but we are still not comprehending that vision so arjuna said i want to experience that vision so are we we are constantly trying to understand how can i apply this knowledge into my day to day life so for that bhagavan says that you have to change your vision you have to change your perspective and we have seen in mahabharata two people were granted this special vision one is Sanjaya. When Bhagavan Vedvyas wanted Dhritarashtra to understand the consequences of this war, he offered him and he in his blindness declined. He delegated Sanjaya to have that vision. In the temple, we had a collegiate school class yesterday. He so said, what is the function of a priest in Hinduism? So a Panditji say, we are the vehicle we pray for them. We pray for our devotees to Lord. May they be happy and healthy. Because we don't have understanding or courage to pray ourselves, so we have a priest assigned for it. So that's how we deal with in our culture, our relationship to the God. We need an intermediary to represent us. So here, Dhritarashtra says, I don't want to understand it. Let me make him understand. So Sanjay had the, the Devita Bhagavan, Vedas, give him that Reason where he can see things which are happening on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. Now, Arjuna asked for a divine vision. He said, I want to see you in totality as you explained. So far, you explained, and I've learned from inferences of what you have described and also from testimony of all these sages that yes, that is true. But I want to experience it. If you think I'm capable, Please give me that vision. Bhagwan granted the vision to Arjuna. Two people could see. One is Sanjay and one is Arjuna. So first we heard the Sanjaya's version. Where Sanjay very objectively says commentator or the war correspondent or any newscaster will be. So he has just very objectively given his version of what Arjuna is seeing. That this form which Bhagavan has shown to Arjuna is Splendid, like the thousand suns have suddenly blazing in the sky. And it has many mouths and many hands and an infinite number of legs. That's what Arjuna saw. And he also saw what Arjuna's reaction. So he said, this is what is happening. This is what Arjuna did. Just as any correspondent would do. Without getting involved in it. He said, Arjuna surrendered fully to that form. And now we are seeing from Arjuna's perspective. Something you can superimpose on yourself. So you can say, if I have this reason, what could happen to me? Bhagavan Vedrīya is now painting that picture of what you could see if you ever have that singular reason. Right now, our world is divided into I and the world. We are absolutely sure about these two things. I exist and the world exists. Now I have my own narrow perspective about what the world is all about. And I'm very comfortable in that narrow vision of the world. Where my world is defined by multiple things and beings, each one has its own existence in its own space. So my world right now is defined by things and nothings. Thing is where there is something which I can identify. And nothing is when then I can't identify anything. So we call it space now. Arjuna now realized that there are no two things, things and nothing. There's only existence. Therefore he described and said, I see you as beginningless. You don't have middle, you don't have any end. Also I see all the space between the heavens and this earth. Is filled by you. That which I consider right now, nothingness, the space, something which I can say is dividing two people, two things, is now filled. So nothingness is gone. Your only existence remained for him. And therefore he says, I still see my world of objects. I can't let it go. I see the objects as they are, but they are now not separated from each other. The space which I used to see between them is now filled with you, the self. For us, it is very hard to understand because we have only understood the consciousness as the conditioned consciousness. I am conscious, you are conscious, he is conscious, she is conscious. But between the two conscious beings, we see a gap. Arjuna now understands that Consciousness itself is all-pervading in things and beings, but where things and beings are not, even that is filled with the same entity, what we call Consciousness. The entire jagat is filled with you. Anywhere I see, all disas, it's a panoramic view he is having, where he sees nothing but Oneness. Even though because of my past conditioning I see the objects and things I can identify, but I still cannot see anything but you, you alone. So he is expressing his reason. And he says that drastva adbhuta rupam rupam Ugrattava idam. This form is not very comforting. We are in our own comfort zone right now. And we go someplace which is really awesome, but the same token, we are out of our comfort zone. It's also awful at the same time. Terrifying, at the same time, wonderful, because I'm out of my comfort zone. This form of yours which I'm seeing, where you are feeling everything, which I did not see it filled before. I heard about all the Devas, all the Creator, I don't know, the sustainer. I see all of them in you. But what I see is the gap between them is now filled by you. This is a new vision for me. The world I saw before was very familiar with things and nothings. But when I took the nothing out of it, what remained is just you and you alone. And that's very terrifying. Adbhutam, Rupam, Ugram, Tavaidam, Lokatram, Pravyatetam, Mahatman. All the three worlds are trembling. Three worlds of my understanding. My past, my present, my future. They don't really now exist as I knew. The worlds of my past merging into present, and the world of my future merging into present they are losing their existence, they are losing this relevance as I knew. I knew that in a distant past I did not exist, that means I was in nothingness. Then I exist in this present, in a distant future I will not exist. My world was very well defined into my past, my present, my future, My existence, my non existence before, and my non existence after, all this is now trembling because they don't really are separated from each other anymore. And then he says, Amihitvam Surasangaha Visanti. I see that the groups of Devas are entering into you. Groups of Devas, we have seen many times before that Devas represent my perceptions. All these various perceptions of mind are entering into you. But some of them are fearful. They're praising your glory, but out of fear. Pranjalaya with, with joint palms. You learned before that bhaktas are of various kinds. Artaha. Jignasu, Artharthi, and Ganani. Out of my pain, I surrender to God. I pray Him, take care of me. Here, I see these groups of Devas entering into you. But they are fearful of their own destruction. And they are, they are surrendering it to you and praising you. So, our surrender to Lord is because of our fear. Most of our life is governed by fears only. Even though we highlight in our resume, how wonderful just in our Facebook life of ours, you know, wonderful. But once you feel those gaps between those highlights, it's basically fear. Fear of not accomplishing something, fear of not maintaining something, fear of not surviving something, some fear somewhere is guiding your life. Swastihi uktva maharsihi sangaha But when I see you from my understanding of what I have learned from you, then those maharisihi, those who have achieved this understanding of the alignment of the Supreme Self with this Conditioned Self, they are not fearful. When I see you from that perspective, when my perception is not fearful at all, when there is a conviction that this is not the only life, this is not the only existence, then I am out of fear. It is depending on how I see you as the Supreme Being, whether I will be fearful, I will be praising your glory out of just joy. Swasthi yukta. may they be all good. Maharsihi Siddha Sangaha, groups of Siddhas are praising Stuvanti Stutubihi, Puskalabihi. They are praising your sublime glory or your complete glory because their complete understanding of what yourself is and what they are are. There is still a distinction between I as the conditioned being and him as the unconditioned self. As long as I have the alignment between the two, I'll be fearless. As long as I'm not aligned with it and I see him as something other than myself, all my perceptions will be driven by fear only. Arjuna said, some... Groups of Devas are entering into you, they're praising you without a fear, but some are entering into you, praising there may be priests everywhere, and they are joyfully entering into you. Change is inevitable, we all know. However, the entire life of ours is to avoid change. We want to maintain status quo. As long as I can keep the same government forever, that would be wonderful for me. So we all accept change. On the other hand, we reject change at the same time. In that conundrum, my life is driven by fear. When I accept change as nothing but a natural expression of my own self, the consciousness, the nature of this world, I ride that wave joyfully. They are praising your glory. Your sublime glory, your complete glory. Rudra, Aditya, Vasavaha, Echa Sadya. Now the whole words just enumerate who are looking at this reason. Arjuna sees himself as an outsider looking at this reason. He is not including himself in it. He sees everyone else. He is this movie. Panoramic movie in front of him, where he sees everything happening at the same time: the past, present, and future all merged into one; things and nothingness all merged into one; objects remain objects, deities remain deities. And now he is describing. So he says, "Rudra Adityaha sadya Sadhya marutaha cha We have learned all this before in previous chapters. Rudras, deities of destruction, Adityas, deities of light, sun, moon, Vasavaha, deities in charge of seasons, Sadyaha, they are the deities of uh, sky, Visvesvino, inferior deities in Vedas, related to this world. Aswina, to Aswin, who are in charge of dawn and dusk, Marutahacha Cha Usmapaschaha, Marutaha Wind God and Usmapaschaha, the drinkers of fire. Gandharvaha Yaksaha Surasiddha Sangaha. He is describing all the beings which he was aware of through his learning, cultural association. He says, I see all of them. Viksantetva, they are looking at you. He is still having this vision of oneness at the same time only perception he's comfortable with is having plurality. They are looking up to this great form of yours. In other words, he still says even they cannot understand the totality. Even when I see from their perspective, they're only in charge of one aspect of my life, one aspect of this universe, one aspect of this nature, but they also have not understood the totality. And therefore, they are also are looking at you. Vismita cha eva sarve. They are all wonderstruck by this vision of totality. Rupam mahate bhuvaktraneetram, mahabaaho Bahubahu urapadam bhudaram karalam drastva lokaha pravritita tatha aham. He is repeating what he said earlier that this great form of yours with bahuvaktra netram, with many mouths and eyes and mighty arm. See, it, he's having a dual reason. At one hand, he's seeing him as one. And therefore, he kept describing him as, oh Vishnu, with a crown and a mace and disgust and lotus, I see you. Also, I see you, Mahabaha, your mighty arm. Then he says, I see many many hands in you all these many hands become your make you mahabaho but say oh mahabaho bahu bahu urapadam bahu udaram i see you with many feet many thighs many hands many stomachs bahu danstra karalam but i also see you with very fearsome teeth i have this vision of you which is very pleasant but i also say it very terrible Fearsome teeth of yours, seeing them pravyathita. all world that trembling. When my world is trembling, I see the whole world trembling. When something which I have stopped doing, I say, I don't think anybody does that anymore. I don't do it. I can take it for granted. everybody else is not doing it. When I'm buying car, I see like everybody else is buying car. I, I see everybody, oh, you, he also bought a new car, oh, he also bought a new car. We see this world through filter of our own mind. Our mind is like a mirror. It reflects this world as the nature of our mind is. So now he says, I see the whole world trembling. The entire Jagat is trembling, seeing this vision. Tata Aham. And also I myself. You know, so he now admitting that, look, I am completely terrified by this. I asked for it. It was wonderful. I understood but I'm still comfortable in my own narrow vision. My comfort zone is still knowing my world in a narrow way. More I know, more upset I get. So the whole world is trembling looking at you, and so I am. Nabhasprasam diptam varnam. The form which I'm seeing is touching the sky. Nabhasprusam dip. Diptam is blazing with many colors. Vyata ananam, mouth wide open. Dipta vishala anetram, bright open eyes. Drastva hitvam pravyatit antaratma. Having seen that, now he is clearly, said, I have told you, the whole world is trembling. But right now my concern is not the whole world. The world may be trembling all along, all this time, knowing you. My inner self is trembling. So my inner self up till now was my ego. My ego is very comfortable in thinking that I am the one who is controlling my world. I am in control. I know what to do. I am a self-made man. I have done everything myself. I was comfortable. That self is now trembling. My inner self is Disturbed. Drutim Navindami. I'm not finding any courage. Up till now, I say, I'm, I'm in charge. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. I suddenly realized that I am nothing. As soon as I have this sense of nothingness, that I am nobody, that I have no courage. Drutim Navindami. My Druti up till now is out of my ignorance. People who do things without knowing that what the danger is ahead of you, that dhruti came from not knowing what the danger is. I'm driving at 85 miles an hour on 64, that my courage in driving 85 came from my ignorance, that there's a cop ahead of me. Not because I was so smart, my ignorance made me courageous. And now I realize, knowing that, that ignorance can lead me to problems. Now my courage is gone. Drityam Navindami Samamcha Vishnu, and the peace which I had, I have accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, I'm all doing good. All that peace which I had by knowing only the very narrow aspect of my life is all gone. Oh Vishnu, he addresses now that vision is Vishnu. As we have learned before, this is the Vedic term Vishnu means the one with a long stride. Swamiji explains that Vishnu's long stride is from the beginningless to endless is one stride. So he encompasses everything. Oh great being who is encompassing everything, you are the Vishnu. And looking at you, my world is completely disturbed and trembling. I don't have any courage of my own anymore, nor do I have any peace anymore. If that will stop. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadraani Pashyantu Maka Bhagbave Om Shantihi Shanti, Shanti, Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om